Hold on a second. Oh, no, no. Recording Dude. He left his own to be a front. I have never seen him run. Wow. Or dog. What was that? Skipping. Skipping. Maybe he has to shit. Maybe Does he? That one fry. <laughs> that veggie burger's not sitting well with me. <laughs> he just ran. Oh. Yeah. He forgot his breast cancer awareness headphones. <laughs> Wow, that's those are very, adorable. Very geez. punk rock. Yeah, <laughs> that is a look. Mm. It looks like that's a lobot. Goes well with the red, white, and blue. Damn. You want to see him? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, what are you eating, Keith? Is it French fries? It is French fries. Yes. Okay. You already you already wolfed down your vegan burger. Uh, no. Oh. Oh, that's coming up next. We can't really see it, but probably looks good. For all you YouTubers, we get to see Keith's veggie burger. Keith's mastication <laughs> skills. Keith <laughs> right into the microphone, and we'll, we, won't say, we won't say a word. <laughs> so how's it going, everybody? Everybody oh, he's doing, muted, doing too, good? As he chews. Oh, good idea. Mm-hmm. So Aftab, we should talk a little bit about Voivod since we just saw them. That was great. Yeah, you, that was you think? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I thought it was glorifying to see. I always wanted to see them. I missed them every chance, like right after, um, you know. I don't know. They came like four, three years ago or something, didn't they? Probably. The first tour. And, uh, but no, it was fantastic. I mean, they played pre ignition. That's all I wanted to know. You know, I mean, like anything off of, um, you know, uh, nothing face. It was a great show. Opening band, that first mm. opening band. Um, well, all the opening bands. Well, the first one I didn't mind except for the singing, but. I like the first one a lot. Um, nuclear tomb. Yeah. Uh, but the other one. After ones, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, Keith knew the drummer for that second one. Um, yeah. What, what were they called? Like, yeah. Um, Satan's. Growly tuned down guy. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it sounds like every other doom metal band you've ever heard, basically. It was, do, it was doom. Mm-hmm. But the first band I thought was really cool, though. And they say that their favorite band was Voivod, and that, that was kind of clear in their men. It kind of really thrashed. Yeah, their, their riffs were Voivod. Yeah. A lot of the riffs. Kind of Just intricate. And the Cookie Monster vocals. Think. Yeah. <laughs> That's the default anymore for metal. That's what everybody does. Pretty so, much. Yeah. That you're Just, Just fucking try to sing. It's going to be better. Even yeah. if you can't sing, it's going to be better than just doing that over and over. Yeah. Like, it worked. I think I think that after a night, like, if your band was old, uh, newer than 1990, that ship had sailed for that the ground good that i'm gonna say because i don't mind that kind of vocals and earlier like hardcore type music but yeah, now it was, kind of, was somewhat novel then no. hmm? it was it was somewhat novel then and now it's just like yeah. i can't sing so i want to do this it was just extreme singing you know in that yeah. sense but now it's the same yelling like uh slipknot and all that kind of shit i mean just like the, the lousiest whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I didn't, that guy can sing though he, he does it for effect <laughs> Yeah. No, it was a good show, though. Yeah, the fact you, that I forget. Had you seen them before, or was that the first time? After had you seen Boy? Have you? Have no, you no, seen no. Yeah, nope. either. Okay. Yep, it's been something. They were actually one of the earlier bands I got into too. I mean, I saw um, Astronomy Domini on the on Headbangers Ball in like mm-hmm. 1989, and it blew me away then. And I've always loved them, but I've never had a chance to see them. This has been a year for that. Ever actually, it's, I just got into this kick in September. Starting September, I saw DRI. Carnivore, Circle Jerks, just bands I've always wanted to see. Yeah. I've been trying to do that too. 
because I neglected them for like the last after having kids and all that kind of stuff. I stopped going to shows, essentially all shows, yeah. except what? except Skinny Plug. <laughs> Two twenty. 2019, I split up with my wife, and I was like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start going to shows again. Yeah. Like, fuck this. I'm going to see these bands. It was like Iron Maiden came that, that summer. It was like- Three times. I've only seen them, I've only seen them three times. I'm going to go to as many shows this, this summer as I can. I, went to, I saw them three times on that tour. <laughs> so, I, so I doubled it that year in my lifetime. This is my favorite band. I was like, I, I got to go see these guys. You know. So it's like, fuck it. I don't have I don't have that much responsibility to go see these bands. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see music. And Tim, Keith, we saw um, we saw Voivod in '93. Wasn't Clutch the opener? That was the first time we saw Clutch, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. In '93. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was amazing. The drummer went to my high school. I used to see him around then. We used to oh, go yeah. see. We used to go. Yeah, the Bayou and places like that. Like that's uh, where that's where the concert yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, the Bayou. I didn't see I didn't see Voivod in that one, but that was the um, what was that called? That album, Pitchfork or something. That four album, four oh, song. Yeah. yeah the first that, one was, I think it was, wasn't it called Impetus? Well, and then they, Impetus, they re- Impetus they came out after. It, right? No, Pitchfork came out first. That was their first seven inch. And oh, then okay. Impetus came out, oh, came out okay. after that. Well, they played, yeah. they, we heard them play that. Come on, motherfucker. Come on, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Come like, on, motherfucker. Let's throw it down. We're like, holy shit. These guys are <laughs> had awesome. you, had you yeah. not heard them from Seth Lake? That's where I first heard the band. That's where he, he played I don't think so. his Jeep nonstop. I just remember driving around with him. I remember Seth playing it a lot too. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember over. if it was that. That's all he played the, over and yeah. over. I don't remember which yeah. was first, but I saw Voivod with Soundgarden and Faith No More oh, in 1990. Right. Soundgarden, yeah, that was a long. Time. Faith Soundgarden, actually, Faith No More opened, and then Soundgarden, and, and then Voivod headlined. I mean, that's that's a, that's a crazy. <laughs> that is insane. How things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> now they're at the auto bar. Yeah. Played to like what two hundred people, if that. Yeah. I know. I don't think there was two hundred people there. It was so yeah. That's a small. That's maybe the smallest venue I've ever seen a major act in. That was the other cool thing. We were like right there. They were like fifty yeah. feet from us, if that. Yeah, we we I mean, we like fist bumped them at the end of the show. Just yeah. like reached down. That was an amazing that we got those seats and nobody kicked us out. I, I know. I'm glad you waiting. did that because I was looking at this going, we should really go up there. Then after I was like. And did you notice the look people were giving us from down there? They were like, man, those guys, those VIP motherfuckers. You know? Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, the you know, one, day, one day we'll sit there with them, you know, or near them. You know? wow. It was cool. I do have to say that that bench seat was horribly uncomfortable. That was straight out of, <laughs> that was straight out of like 1770s schoolhouse. That was a little house on the prairie school. Yeah, yeah that, that was awful. But I'm not complaining, dude. I mean, they were no, right no. there. Yeah. Didn't you guys like shake hands with them or something? I noticed or. or I'm at the guitar yeah. player, but yeah. I, we did fist bump him at the end. Yeah, we walked over to the. Yeah, because we walked over because the, the the balcony right next to the stage it was it wasn't that tall. You could actually reach right down and yeah. touch their hands. So we were just like put our hands down there, and they gave us fist, fist bumps. It was cool. Oh, so you missed the opportunity to fist bump the second opening band too. Yeah, I know. Was, <laughs> I didn't think of it until Voivod. So unfortunately, I, I missed <laughs> that opportunity. Got to think of the speed of business. You know, I know. what yeah. were they? What were they called? <laughs> Stomach upset or something <laughs> stupid. Like, <laughs> Pepto Bisball. Ruddy poops. <laughs> I forget what they were called. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then the third band that we thought maybe there was a chance, and it was like, no. Yeah. Oh, the is this the DIY type band? The girl, the, the girl that was playing the, the Rickenbacker. Yeah, and just had like boyfriend, the, I guess. They have a big following. Do they? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I forget the name, but they do have a pretty big following. They they look a lot better than as they look like they're cool. 
but they don't sound. No. I mean, the drummer was just so into the simplest little beat. His head, his mouth, everything was twitching and turning. And like, yeah, I was not into that at all. It seemed like a novelty idea. It was just a bassist and a drummer. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh. But it, it, was, it was just like it band was not practice. death from above at all. It was. No. Yep. Well, three of yeah. these people here are not at all interested in this. <laughs> Brush your teeth with this. You know, we could take the makeup off. I'll bet you we could take the makeup off and it wouldn't make any difference. You're crazy. We're going to take the makeup off? You're nuts. Mellifluous. What about the Alice in Chains action figures? Yeah, I've been making some of me for the chicks. Just a taste of what's going to happen to the rest of your stinking planet. Your civilization is obsolete by my word. Yeah, we could take off the makeup. I mean, basically, when we started, we started as a band. We started to play rock and roll, and that's what we could do. Without the makeup, I think you're not. I think that's good. Why well, I want a shot to you anyway! There is similitude. Ricky, quick. Will you try to fix my puzzles? <laughs> Let me see your cigarette lighter. All right, ramblers, let's get rambling. Welcome to Somewhere in Time Podcast, everybody. Somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our stuff there. Links to our YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we're back. We got uh, more 1992 goodness. I'll do some introductions here. I'm Eric. We have Tim here. Yes, I'm here. We got Joe here. Hello. Keith is here. Good evening. And Keith has brought some people with him. Yes, uh, there's a uh, two guests for this evening. Uh, first off, we have Matt Carpenter, who uh, performs. Is it Quebec? Quebec. Quebec. Uh, uh, he is. And what would you describe your music as being? Um, I guess drone noise, dark ambient, heavily influenced by industrial music and uh, experimental electronic things. Yes. Minimalist. Uh, he's put out uh, what seven albums? I'm trying wow. to count real fast. Uh, so over the last uh, 13 years, um, Cardinal Strom Trunks. Uh, so we'll, you know, shoot your, uh, you know, links on how to get to your stuff. Like when we post this, but um, besides him, we also have my friend Aftab, who um, is a drummer. I play guitar. <laughs> well, one way or another. Uh, tonight, tonight is a very special evening because we are going to be discussing two albums. Uh, the first of which is by we'll a do band. three. Let's do three. Let's do all three of them. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> uh, fuck it. All right. Fuck it. We'll do it live. One way or another. The first band we're going to start talking about is Skinny Puppy. And Aftab here is the guy who introduced me to this band. Matt, as well, is the one who actually played probably more of it for me than uh, I've ever listened to myself. Choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and I were college roommates our sophomore year, and uh, we listened to a lot of Skinny Puppy that year. But the other big reason why I have these two guys on here is. A few years ago, maybe two years ago, um, I tried to push for the rest of this uh, <laughs> podcast to review a Skinny Puppy album. They wouldn't 
Well, they couldn't. They couldn't understand the intricacies, all the different levels wow. going on. So I uh, figured I needed. Spoiler to, uh, alert: Team Up is going to hurt us. This yeah. hurt our souls. This. <laughs> yeah, so I figured I, I needed to, to get some uh, some some backup uh, for this discussion. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, we do. We got you. <laughs> you brought a Make posse. Pink, pink yeah. headphones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so okay, so we're doing yeah we're doing Last Rites by Skinny Puppy. We're also going to talk about Broken, the EP by Nine Inch Nails, and. Psalm 69 by ministry. Do you want to do your uh, disclaimer caveat here, Eric? <laughs> Since we're getting into this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. You should, about, about um, let's remember, we're friends here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is normally a safe place, but sometimes yes. emotions <laughs> yeah. might run a little Please bit Please don't intense. take anything that I say about this band personally. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's just my opinion. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So we'll start with last rites. Ding, ding, ding. I'm ready. Round one. Fight. Finish him. All right. Let's start. Uh, we'll, let's listen a little bit of this. So this is uh, Love in Vain. We'll play a little bit of this opening track on the album. With the play on words. Yes. V-E-I-N. Not V A. This band is Nivik. Is that how you pronounce it? Maybe they should introduce. It's, it's actually it's, Kevin Backwards. Did you Kevin, know that? Kevin Backwards. Oh, because his name is Kevin, and so is Kevin T. Wait a minute. So I thought the Kevin with the C was a. Is that a, is that a different? No, that, there's two Kevins in the band, and so in order to distinguish themselves, they came up with. He's wacky. You researched all this stuff earlier today, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> he read the Wikipedia. <laughs> I so, knew this. <laughs> so Niv- yep. Nivek, is that how you say it? Sorry. Nivek. Yeah. Nivek. Nivek Ogre. Ogre. Vocals. His name is Kevin Ogilvy. Ah, okay. And then you got Kevin Key, with the, Kevin with the C, okay. on yep. synth, guitar, bass, drums, and production, apparently. And then Dwayne Gotell? Yeah. Girdle. Girdle. Mm-hmm. Synthesizer sampling and mixing, and this album was produced by same guy. Oh no, David or Dave, Dave Ogilvy. Mm-hmm. Rave, 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 Dave. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I hate this album. <laughs> <laughs> it wow, like- no man. I, sorry, I don't like it. Well, tell about it. I didn't expect that. Tell us about it. Well, I, do you like I, any skinny puppy? Album? I doubt if you like any skinny puppy. Album. Yeah, I mean that, no, that, that's no. that's the thing for me. This is this is my tried, favorite. Like Keith said, we tried a couple of years ago, and I, I got like for four sure. songs, and I'm like, guys, I can't. I I'm having a really hard time with this. This is really not my thing. It's to just, me, I mean, no. To me, this is not for me either at all. I don't. To me, to me, this is the this is like the best industrial album I think there is. Like, 
Wow. So I mean, it's, no. I, I, agree, right. I agree with you. I mean, we agree. Yeah. I mean, just because it is, it feels like the apotheosis of all of that. Of all that stuff. And then yeah. they didn't really use the distorted guitars like a lot of other industrial bands that were metal, doing at that the time. Metal like they completely veered away from that for an entire There's a lot of album. noise. There's something uh, luring about the theme. Yeah, also, yeah. the theme, uh, there are albums before this, their artwork and stuff like that. It just kind of reminded me of, I don't know, it just had this mood to it. It kind of all synced nicely. Yeah, we had a similar experience where we both got the EP for this album around the same time before we heard anything else by them. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I borrowed last rights from someone and I listened to them back to back one evening when I was 16 years old and yeah. it put me in such a weird mood. I didn't really want to listen to them again for a yeah, while. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like normal. Back to it. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Much, yeah, when I came back to it, I was so into it. And yeah. I was like, this is what I've been looking for. This is the this is the advancement of all this other stuff. I didn't even know I was looking for it. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of slapped me in the face. Kind of like uh, Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, just the way that first affected me. This That's album, a great album. Like, yeah, that's yeah. A great and it's around the same time I got into this that I got into that too. So um, hmm. it kind of had this kind of like same vibe to it, but different sounds entirely. But I'll say some of the lure was how alien it sounded to me. I didn't know anything about Skinny Puppy at the time. I wasn't reading a lot of like, I read Alternative Press or B-Side or something like that, but they weren't really covering bands like Skinny Puppy. So hearing somebody named Ogre and singing in live on some of the tracks on Spasmolytic EP just sounded really otherworldly and me. the ex- how extreme it is yeah it's just Un- such extreme drums and extreme loudness the, it's like yeah um, i think that's I what know, i don't like about it i don't know it was like walking into the abyss and there was something i think i like how extreme and how unfamiliar it was yeah yeah there was some you know what it reminded me of if everybody's from keith you'll remember vampire hunter d that mm-hmm. one scene where he's walking through and the he says, like, I, I think it feels like a trap. And all these like lurk, these monsters look in the corner, just kind of looking and just their eyes peering and stuff like that. Going through this album is kind of that experience. You know, D, I think it's a trap. I will say that, like, I did get a little bit of that when I was listening to this. Like, it sounded almost like something you'd hear in Seven. Like, if they're going, you know, that scene within Seven, yeah. when they go, they go down to that club and there's like this weird background music going on. The, That's the kind of what it reminded me, me a little bit of that. The whole album to me sounded like a background to a movie. It didn't sound yeah, like an album, you know? Soundtrack vibes for sure. Yeah. 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 You mean this yeah. last right sounds like a soundtrack to a movie? It just sounds like background. Like, yeah. Like a background to a, a movie. <laughs> I and that's not really what I look for in an album. I look mm-hmm. for kind of. Yeah, that's my issue too. It's like I want structure. I want a song that's like got. Maybe I'm too traditional, but I want something that has like, you know, verse, chorus, verse. So what I relished, what I relished the most of it was the lack of structure. Actually, there was something about it. I mean, I I heard the structure after many many listens, and I think I, you know, the fact that it challenged me so much, and I I couldn't really come back to it right away but that's what i'm yeah that's what i'm wondering is it is it something that you have to go back to a whole bunch to really yeah, yeah, get it yeah. because that's what happened with me with with voivod honestly was i just didn't get it and it took a really long time especially it was dimension hatros was the album where i was like i don't what the hell is this it doesn't make uh, sense it's a great album yeah and yeah. now I, I love that album so i don't know maybe i mean i wasn't that into this album but it, i also felt like maybe i there could be something there I just need more time. I don't know. But right now I'm like like you were where you're like it's hard to go back to right now. But I did listen to it three times all the way through. So I think you need Whoa. to listen to it like, like I tried. three. I like, really tried. Already... Not enough. Three times? <laughs> yeah. I'm just I, I definitely think it is probably one of their most impenetrable, least immediately listenable albums of all their entire You said least yeah. listen, like least immediately? 
Yeah, it? we, it's yeah. probably the most off-putting to anybody. That mm. we, I mean, we just read quotes that said both two of the other members thought it was horrible and ugly sounding, <laughs> uglier than they remember. Until and it was I, until it was engineered. Until yeah, they put it together. You know. Yeah. But a lot of that was. I mean, Ogre was just in the at the height of his drug addiction and had some. Yeah. I remember hearing that he had like a ten thousand dollar a day coke habit or something. It was having seizures yeah. on stage and. I mean, it's just a he was really... always he was always kind of a mess, and he's not really my favorite member of the band. Right, it's the right. two other ones. Same. It's Kevin, um, and then C, unfortunately Dwayne, Dwayne. who OD'd um, yeah, in the nineties. They made that album, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, yeah, and not, Dave, not the vocals. Really. The Ogilvy was supposedly really responsible for crafting that into something too, to making something yeah. out of the mess that they had. See, yeah, it's, it was it's, a mess. It's funny actually, you say that because the vocals were like the highlight for me. <laughs> the only part I actually kind of liked was the vocals. Well, I don't dislike the vocals or Navek. It's just sort of how his personality has evolved more as like a cartoon character now. And, and his whole... He's an actor. Yeah, I don't really he's like kind that. Of, he's just always been a showman. Yeah, I don't like, like the showman act. And I saw them. So in, I saw this tour in 1992 um, with uh, Legendary Ping Dots. Uh, yeah. Place. It was last I think, right. I think it was it called was last the, right the gym in, in Alexandria. It was a place called oh, the wow. gym, and uh, and that was the first time I heard them. And I was more interested in the keyboards and the drumming and the singing. He just had fake blood and all that kind of stuff. And I, you know, that novelty <laughs> kind of stuff is not my yeah. thing. Um, you know, I, I'm not into that. Uh, you know, um, how how did they do the drums live? Is it a drummer on a like electric? Uh, electric? <laughs> it's a mix. A lot of it is samples, but when, on some songs he does a kit. Yeah, oh, Kevin. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's always been an issue I've had with industrial music, I guess you could say, is that there's a, there's a threshold I have for what is I consider like uh, maybe sampled or, or just you know done. Not not I, I get that electric guitar has a lot of effects and you know it's it's not a, it's not you're like saying, a, just picking up a guitar, but you're still you're playing all the notes. Um, mm-hmm. And and I get I get a little bit of that. It even happened with like White Zombie at times, where they just sounded mm-hmm. too. Um, it just the drums didn't sound like drums on some of their programmed. Stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. I find that a little bit boring. Lazy. I'm not let's say it's cheating. It's just I, I know a lot of people like that sound. Just for me, I, I like a little bit of uh, you know I like the riffs to kind of have a little bit of flair to them. I like the drums to have fills. Um, yeah, that was so that that's was- always been an issue, and we'll talk about that on the next two albums that we talk about too where we can sure, yeah this is like super for me it was like is this actually a drummer playing this there are some live drums on that album right actually this album he played more this album he played the most drums out of any of the albums i think okay yeah nowhere and yeah that's what i love about it actually i love that live drum sound yeah on this album especially the live versions of it exactly and actually about this album i don't know i don't know there's a format to this or just we're just winging it but like um the samples in this one were kind of cool because it was it was they were sampling some movies I was really into at the time like mm-hmm. uh, Fearless, Fearless, yeah that's the thing Fearless Vampire Killers um, Repulsion you know even Apocalypse some Apocalypse Now yeah, Apocalypse Now uh, Evil Dead Two which is still one of my favorite movies oh I didn't even hear that I love you a lot of, I didn't pick up on I didn't pick up on anything as far as a sample like that the sampling is, is like yeah. actually it's heavily sampled. it used to be kind well, of I didn't get that I just yeah. Like it says, there's an Uncle Buck sample in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is, there is. It's the ball, bowling ball falling sound. There's a bowling ball oh, yeah. falling out. Of <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. on Circus Dance. Or yeah. Last, yeah. Well, the Circus, the last track, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's the bowling ball. Good I one, know. man. I read it. <laughs> Top of the class. I know. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah. Or maybe there's something to chip away at. I don't know. I don't, the I just... quote I ran into, uh, and this is just a random quote, you know, from some post on a, you know, like YouTube thing on like this. But somebody stated that this album is monumental in scope. Only on LSD is it truly possible to experience this at its fullest potential. <laughs> well, the I'll amount of layers the- and diversity of this record is incredible. And that's that, uh, this is one of those bands that, you know, you know I hope my kids aren't hearing this, but, you know, the drugs <laughs> help. You know, the drugs absolutely <laughs> One of my notes was how many drugs you need to be on to enjoy this album. So <laughs> <laughs> all. all. Well, all the drugs. Keith, I'll never forget watching Ain't It. Was it Ain't It Dead yet? Oh, yeah. The live video? Video, we watched, yeah. I borrowed that from me. We watched it on a dorm room sophomore year, and I was converted. Like, yeah. from that moment on, I felt even more of a skinny puppy fan. But yeah. but still, that was I was more into the, the theatrical part of it impressed me then, and now it does nothing for me. But mm-hmm. um, That was a big part of their, their whole thing was that their live shows. I know. You know the barbed wire, and, you know. But you know, this album also reminds me of another one that was very maximal and electronic and a departure for the for the band, and that's that front two four two album. Yep. Um Upheaval. Upheaval. Um that one was like that sounds like noise to most people, probably. And it was extremely digital, really overproduced, very maximal. But at the time, that's what I that's what my ears wanted. They wanted, you know, last rites, they wanted upheaval, they wanted the most dense alien sounds i could take but i was also into really heavy music and loudness loudness and heaviness so i wanted something heavy and loud but also really bizarre sounding um so that's why that really appealed to me at the time and i'm with you you know joe that overly mechanical drum stuff it just sounds kind of cheap to me sometimes that's Mm -hmm. why i'm not really a big industrial music fan and they use a lot of triggers and stuff and then they quantize it they Um, also make make drums out of samples and 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 they'll program it using samplers and all that yeah yeah but they make these sounds you know like kind of like uh like suicide um yeah right like uh but it's not live usually or it's it's heavily quantized to the point where but it's not just like putting like a drum machine just you know, yeah, like that kind of stuff, which a lot of bands were just doing and ripping Skinny Puppy off and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. not my thing usually. I'm more of a you know. Hardcore, I mean, hardcore. I have a lot of nostalgia for this music too. I wouldn't say I would, you know, that plays heavily into a lot of these podcasts yeah. we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 big time. Should we? Uh, I mean, I was, let's, let's talk about some of the tracks. Yeah, let's 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 listen to some Killing Game. I, I would, before we do that, I do, I do want to say the album covers. I think it was pretty cool, actually. I love these. Yes. These album covers are there. Really Spasmolytic EP. Spasmolytic and Dude Art Park. Guy, Dave Gilmore or something did the art. Steve Gilmore, I think. That's oh, they were cool. Dave Gilmore is. I don't know. Boy. What do your notes yeah. say? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve Gilmore. He says Jim Cummings owns the rights to it. Oh, okay. I'm wrong. Steve Gilmore did the earlier um, Skinny Puppy artwork. Look it up. Like uh, it's got gargoyles and there's boobs on it. It's It's cool. Oh, you're right. And remember that rap thing that was like an early yep. CD interactive yep. thing? They made this like CD interactive thing that you put in your PC and you could, um, you know, go into the artwork. The, yeah. And it oh. would bring, that's that was, yeah. For and CD, CD, that was way ahead of its time. CD-ROMs just kind of came out. I was going to say, yeah. CD-ROM and your Mac and your, uh, not even, what would it be? It would your be compact. Like a, yeah. Your, uh, yeah. Uh, um, Commodore 64. It'd be IBM, was, what was it, 886 or something? What were those things called? PS2 or... <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Whoa, the tracks. We should move on to some... We'll see. Oh, it might as well be one track for me. <laughs> you didn't take notes on your favorite parts, Joe? <laughs> I couldn't really differentiate. I, I mean, I definitely did not get to that level of... Um, you know, well, I, I... Parsing it. 
it, it, it just sounds like one yeah one thing to undifferentiated mass to you yeah was yeah like, uh, i understand what 50, they call 53 it? minutes of this that's the well, inquisition stood out a timeout K- killing oh, game is like great. such a badass tune which one? Well, Killing I mean, game. Yeah, I mean, I it's like you're. I think it's the, their first, their first kind of like ballady type slow, like with piano, with pretty yeah. voices. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, what, yeah. Where else do you want to do a ballad in industrial music? You know, I mean, it's I, that's that that song is just. It, there's nothing else really. All I think right, let's the, check it out. They were okay, heavily, they're heavily uh, animal rights uh, oriented. And that song was. That's what their gruesomeness in their shows were really kind of. Yeah, about. that song was out. I did like it better than the first song, but I still didn't like it. Fallen angel, head, crash is dead, out of control, lost memories, staircase. I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward to three minutes in because that's when it got for me that's when I was like all right what the fuck is going on? Vocals right here. Hold on. Is he British? From he's Canadian. He's from, but oh, because he's from Vancouver, British Columbia. He had to. Yeah, but you know, but it, sounded, of, it sounded like that old lady in the cellar from Evil Dead. That I hope you rot down there. <laughs> I'll swallow your soul. That song reminds me. Yeah, of that part. Gonna, I'll swallow your soul. That reminds me of like a, a hidden track on an album you fell asleep to. <laughs> and you wake up. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> that Joe, that's hilarious because my first note is I would not want want to wake up in the middle of the night to this shit. Shut the curtains. <laughs> so if their goal was to be disconcerting and make you uncomfortable, they've accomplished that very well. Well, in that you regard, know, the yeah, the musicians did. themselves were really into this. The producing the music, Dwayne and Kevin. It's the Vec, the singer. They didn't make the album together. They couldn't stand him. He was so cold. Didn't he like kind of check so out they, halfway they, through it yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's just so many uh, instrumentals. So they would do the music yeah. and then bring him in whenever, you know, and then he would just talk or, you know, yeah, 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 whatever like type of stuff that you heard. Sometimes it doesn't sound musical because he's just freaking talking or like just blabbering mm-hmm. into a stream of consciousness on Coke and whatever. A um, lot of other. Yes. <laughs> All the drugs. <laughs> oh, sounds fun. Okay, so other tracks that you guys want to, because I like like Joe said, I don't have, I mean there were a couple moments like uh, Inquisition. I yeah, said three thirty. What the hell is going on there too? Like, it's interesting that the last track was called Download, yeah. and it's just uh, it's it's purely instrumental, and it ends with a drone, and they ended up naming a, their project after um, after this that they formed without Nivek as Download, 
which I liked even more. Yeah. I, we like download a lot. Um, so, and this was the first time I was hearing something that was just, just instrumental and drone. I mean, I was really naive when I was getting into a lot of this music. So you still are a lot of open doors to me. <laughs> Stop it. A lot of this music <laughs> doors for me and I made all these connections. So like, that's why I have such a, a strong attachment to it. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't finish the last song. I got like six minutes. Oh, of never did. Song, and I was like, I love the way it ends. Down, like download. Right? You didn't write it. Yeah. It was like a yeah. soundtrack. I actually like the last. 58 is the fucking best part of that song. <laughs> you know that, right? What? It's the end so of the that's song. When it, that's that, when it ends. Is that the end of the song? Yeah. Yes. No, there's three more seconds. Guys are breaking my heart, man. Keith knows what was up, though. It, the drugs, apparently. Um, Inquisition. That's yeah. the next. That's a good one. Yep. That's. That's actually is that was that released as a single? We love Mirror yeah. Song. Yeah, Mirror Song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't find the drums in the song to be that fucking like in your face though. Like, oh, then you should hear uh, Nowhere if you want in your face. I did. Terrible. Once again, here I'll I'll get to the point where I was like, "What? Right. Too many things going on. Do what, huh?" The drums here—that's what I was like. What is happening right now? I like this part. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. It's all double bass. <laughs> I love it. I think it's kind of fake. Well, yeah, it's fake for sure. But... And I like that part. Take it, your soul. I love that. After she says, I'll take it, he says, come get some. <laughs> nice. Boy, that was an interesting way of playing a sample. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole album sounds like that to me, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, golly. Well, I mean. I feel like it's. Like if you have somebody who loves, I don't know, any any genre other than say we'll say metal, <clears throat> they're like, okay, maybe they're a country person. And you play them anthrax. And then you play them Iron Maiden, and they're gonna be like, That sounds the same to me. Because your brain mm-hmm. is not like wired properly. Yeah, that's true. Figure right, these yeah. things out. I think I think I, that's probably where the three of us are, mm-hmm. are coming from. Me and Eric and Tim. Yeah, yeah. It's just they were not. Yeah, because our. I mean, Tim and I love Nine Inch Nails, and uh, like, but they're well, th- that's so much more metal. Than this. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like that, that to me, that was always industrial. Not I never metal. got into this kind of stuff. But I have this is like deep. There are two albums. Heard, two albums before this. They were and pretty, the one right after. They were pretty metal. Actually. Yeah. Like, have rabies. you heard Rabies? It was produced Al, by Al, Al Jurgensen. Yeah, I tried. No, I tried listening to Rabies. I couldn't get. Yeah, Rabies was the album that we were trying to do, right? Yes. Yeah, that was. Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> rabies is incredible. I, yeah, I love rabies. Actually, but I like some um, frontline assembly stuff. Yeah, actually, that came Which, out in '92. I think Tactical Neural Implant. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that was in '92. Yeah, when was yeah. Hardwire. Hardwire was '94. Okay, that's when I first started listening to them, but then went back. And that's yeah. that's like that's Bill Lieb, right? And he was in Skinny Puppy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah, really early on. Yeah, 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 mid, yeah. early mid. Early I think he mid. played bass or something. Yeah. Well, Wilhelm Schroeder. Yeah, Wilhelm right? Schroeder. Yeah. With his band, has a bass guitar. 
They've had many phases. Like the They've doors, had many man. phases. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently, Kevin Key plays bass guitar, so he does no. synth Did guitar, bass that? guitar, I drums. I didn't really yeah. hear bass at all. This. That's what that's what Wikipedia says. I don't know. Oh, Wikipedia says that. Yeah, but you know, Uh-oh. sometimes you can't trust them. So, well, I don't yeah, think people are fucking with this web, this band's uh, info. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Probably I think it. that was just taken right from the liner notes. But who knows? Uh, other an album that's really close to this though, which is Too Dark Park. I think I think they're pretty comparable in in the way they they affect the listener. Actually, they both of them Keith are heavy. Didn't, Keith didn't even bring that up two years ago. Or did you? You know, I don't think you did. I don't. Too dark part, or uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we pretty much we tried rabies, and and yeah, after what, rabies 80, failed, was rabies. Probably a lot of people consider Too Dark Park their favorite or the best Skinny Puppy album. Yeah. So Last Right isn't like the popular one if you're a puppy fan. Hmm. So the Too Dark Park is the one. It has like songs, you know, and it's like way yeah. more structured. But, yeah. Um, I've never heard you say puppy fan. I know. I finally <laughs> said it. Are you a puppy fan? <laughs> <laughs> but Matt my, my, and I, puppy fan. <laughs> I, I don't ever. I'm a big puppy fan. I follow a lot of puppy accounts on Instagram. They never really got industrial metal. For me, hey, you though. know what? I actually do. No, the process that. had a few yeah. industrial metal stuff, and I can't stand industrial. Yeah, metal. not yeah. like KMFDM or no. BNB Nation. Yeah. I never got into any of that, like in metal sounding. Because I like because the guitars were way too. Um, they were bland. I mean, we'll get yeah. it. Like I thought, the stuff on Psalm sixty nine and Broken was a lot better uh-huh. than any of that. Like yeah. really weak sounding industrial metal. So, I mean, the only people that get, that that, out, that got away with it is on Mind Is a Trouble Good Taste. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just a work of art. Um, and the way, and I don't mind it. Good guitars, maybe good, not yeah. just stupid samples or something. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So, but these guys were all part of the same crew, Skinny Puppy Ministry, all that kind of stuff. So they kind of like had. Kind of in and out, you know, all these like. Uh, well, I learned do you think about Al Jorgensen did drugs with these guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> all, did, all did, of they, them. They couldn't share. I mean, that's why. Yeah, Al probably just like himself. Al did all their drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we saw Al. Um, Matt and I saw Al Jorgensen in, in March, and he's about four foot five. He's so short. He's so oh, frail. Wow. Really. He's like a little girl woman. from behind. He's really yeah. frail, wearing a big cowboy hat. Um, we like we talked Pedro. about was it? I guess the last time we talked about ministry probably was. What, well, was we it, talked uh, about the live album. Um, yeah. In case okay. you didn't feel like showing up. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, that. well, we talked about what Scott Ian said about him. That's a great album, by the way. Yeah, it is. Dude, oh, yeah. Right, like Scott Ian was friends with him and was just God. That guy's a. Oh yeah, he said he was God, like he's, he's just too much. He just he's like, fucking and gross and dirty. Yeah. Or maybe he's not now, but he just like would, who Al? Yeah, not 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 take yeah. baths and just fucking gross. I believe <laughs> all that. Oh, I believe. Yeah. I, I read his autobiography too, which is really lurid. I mean, it's just I don't know if you can believe all that stuff, but it's just crazy. He barely remembers making some albums. Oh, I can man. imagine. Paul Barker yeah, had to babysit him all well, the time and. When we talk about Psalm sixty nine, there's some some facts about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, yes, yeah. the budget was <laughs> all used up on. Oh, the budget is off, yes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hey, well, well, let's, yeah, let's we'll hold get off to on that. that. Yeah. We'll get to that. We we'll get, get, are we supposed though. to save that? Yeah, yeah, we Just are. Yeah, we'll save it. Okay. All right. Well, other other tracks or or moments on this album you guys want to highlight? Uh, yes. I mean, I love Mirror uh, Song. Yeah, Mirror Song. Let's, let's do yeah. 310, 310, 310 with Mirror Song. 
Oh, good. Oh, wait, never mind. Three. That's another thing. Like, um, I don't know if this, if you guys even noticed this, but when some of the releases of this album, the tracking actually gets totally screwed up. Like, Uh, and I have my CD. Messed up. Yes. Like, so like, uh, the tracks end and then the, 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 the actual track, it's either four or 28 seconds. You know, after the song starts, where the actual cutoff is. I so I thought I when I first bought this uh, album and that was happening, I thought that the band did that intentionally to be like, "Screw you, <laughs> CD player people! You have to listen to this entire thing without skip." You know, you know, fast forwarding track yeah. to track. Turns out that no, the band did not intentionally do that. It was actually screw up. But you know, in production, players? yeah, something like that. But if that. you were jumping around from track to track, just trying to get an idea of the album or get into it, and you, oh. you encountered that. It would make even less sense. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is, yeah, because, I mean, seriously, some of these and songs, like, you, you try to go to the fifth track, and boom, it's already, like, 28 seconds into it. And you're yeah. like, huh? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I never thought about this, but I rarely have ever put this album on just to go to a track. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, like, this is... This is it's yeah. like the whole album. Yeah, I'm same. not like, I really want to hear Inquisition. Yeah, that's it's definitely like something. That yep. I just want to hear Last Rites. I yeah. want to hear Last Rites. It's, yeah. it's a fucking journey, right? You don't yeah, just yeah, open yeah. a book and go to the fifth chapter. Yeah. yeah. That's what this is. 20 seconds into the fifth chapter. The other, the other thing that's confusing is that there's no track 10 because they had to leave it off. They couldn't clear a Timothy Leary sample, apparently. Yeah. So, oh, wow. not only oh, you handshake. Have, yeah, right? left the left hand. Doesn't that make the new 11 the, or the 11 the new 10? It would skip over it. No. So, no, not, only would no your, not only would your, your song start in the middle of the track, but you'd have no track 10. So, it was that's really like when they took let's look they take four thirteen out of buildings for a while. Exactly. That's what we felt. know what we know what you're doing. You didn't know back yeah. then why. You're on the fourteenth floor, you're like, I know. <laughs> I know this is not. <laughs> All right. You, uh, so you said three three ten of ink was is that not no, no, that, mirror song? No, yeah, that, that's actually where the track ends. So do I, I don't I don't even have a I'm... This is mirror song. Playing like 240. Okay. Uh, it sounds like yeah. if John Hughes did a horror movie. <laughs> I get it. But I like that doomy sound. For me, it was like, whoa, these are keyboards that don't sound like, you know, Rick Astley music or <laughs> some other highly produced pop music at the time. So. Yeah, that's for sure. And, <laughs> and like I, like I said earlier, like I was saying earlier about Vampire Hunter D, that, yeah. that distant future, that yeah. like the year 50-something. Right. What is that? Is that a comic? Yeah. Is, that, is that like a... Uh, that's actually going to get mentioned later in this episode, I think. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm reading. It rings it right a now. bell. So it's, <laughs> is it a, what is it? Graphic <laughs> novel? It's it, it, well, it, there was a Japanimation film. It was it right. was a book, and then it was turned into a, two movies. Actually, I didn't even know that when I bought the book. They were just like, does that have both movies in it? And I'm like, both movies. Oh, so, okay. but yeah, it's a whole yeah. long Vampire story. But and then Bloodlust, I think, is the second one, right? I don't remember. I I have never seen the second movie, and. Uh, yeah, I'm only fantastic. I mean, this music kind of paints 
an audio picture of that to me always. That's my association. Matt was talking about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. It reminded was, me of that. I was perusing some uh, info here, and it says that Ogre got he contracted hepatitis A at, at some point. Yes. Um, yeah. During the recording, Love do you know how album. that's transmitted? IV. Is anyone familiar with it? It's not IV. Probably heroin. It's. Oh, he was doing coke IV. You eat shit that's infected with that. You have to have it's oral. It's fecal oral. So I don't know what the fuck was going on with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you do. You you do. Okay. Do you have to literally eat shit, or can it be like? No, it's it's fecal matter that you ingest. That's how you get it. Like your own or somebody else's. But you never done. You can't. It can't be your own because you didn't have it already. It had to be somebody else's that had it. Yeah, I know you're gonna eat your own shit and catch your own disease. <laughs> like, like you can get it from. Uh, you can eat food that's infected with it because people don't like they, they, people pick food and maybe they don't wash their hands beforehand. Like, it's, it's but um, it, that's that's the like if you said C, okay, you were that's that's usually a sexually that's often oh, yeah, a sexually yeah. transmitted version, or, or I don't know, I just. Noticed that and I was like, hepatitis A, that's fucking nasty. Now I'm really man. curious. I'm sorry. Yeah, man, you're, you're, ruining, you're ruining this he's image for us. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like him anyway. You like the music more anyway. It's fine. And now he's the shit eating well, no, guy with seizures and like, you know, <laughs> talking like old ladies and, and yeah. sellers. Yeah. All right. Well, we have two more albums to talk about. I mean, he so could have gone to Chipotle yeah. and gotten some <laughs> lettuce. No, oh, that's true. That's kind of what I was. But I mean, Chipotle back then. Yeah, exactly. What, Taco Bell, similar. Taco, yeah. Taco Bell. They get a bed. I have a Taco Bell story. I love Taco. I had Taco Bell. Like it was it. delicious. <laughs> All right. So, um, how about uh, let's listen to download at forty-eight seconds. Okay. Why is my CD player skipping? <laughs> I can't tell if you're doing that or no. <laughs> You like this? Yes. Noise is a genre. I liked it. It played something in my brain. I mean, loving Grinsley used to do a whole bunch of stuff like ASMR for for people like me. I guess. Is it really? Yeah. Seriously. Have you heard of um, Musique Concrete or the the French school of uh, tape spliced? Yeah. together like sound collages and things like no, that uh-uh. experimented with that sort of thing yeah. and, and i had never heard it before but, but this is probably the closest modern thing at the time to that and so like it was what i wanted to hear it felt like it, getting a stream of information it was just so and the kind of disorder and like the yeah. whole world at once it, it was, was like this is that that track got me into heavily into throbbing gristle for the next 20 years and like a lot of that's and even like um uh severed heads Right. Um, a lot of those bands in the early '80s that you know did, didn't feel like yeah. doing that synth pop stuff, but yeah, really, were. but they were really into electronics and experimenting with that with that stuff. I love that stuff, frankly. I mean, I, and I don't, like, have, and I wouldn't even have to say, "Oh, this is the best piece of music ever," or no. "I'm gonna, you know, die on this hill about it." But I just, I'm gonna be like, it's just satisfying to listen to something I appreciate over and over again. I get what they were doing or where their influences were coming from. And for me, this is a good example of it. And I agree that it's not musical with what you right. that That's not what I listen yeah. to it for, though. I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I fucking hated that stuff. That's all. <laughs> that's what's yeah. like sort of fascinating to me is that <clears throat> like you hear it and you're like, this is, you know, you're avant-garde and nice. And it's 
checking a box for you somehow. And like for us, it's really not, but for you, it is. And it's just like, it's kind of fascinating because it's not, obviously it's not traditional music. It's not structured, but something about it is clicking for you. And it's, that's just, I don't know. It's interesting to me that it's like. And also there may be some bias because we knew members of all these stuff that were in musical bands. So we were already, you know, maybe I'm not using that as an example, but like we knew that this member was pretty in this pretty cool band and he's bringing something cool to this. You know, so already, like when you're younger, you're like, it's got to be good if it's got, if it's got, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Genesis in it or some member of Coil or something like that. So, you know, um, already by default, we kind of like it, but then we learn to appreciate it the more because actually, I owe it to being with Matt, like, you know, close friends since 1994. And even subsequent to college, we've hung out constantly. So we listen to music all the time. So that's why our tastes are really similar because we introduce albums to each other, we listen to it, and we make, we, you know, comment on it. Um, point out nuances that we wouldn't have heard ourselves, and this is kind of the way this in, it envelops is kind of like yeah, yeah. And we and we don't we have places obviously where we don't overlap at all, you yeah. know. But he'll play stuff for me, and I'll I'm able to appreciate it or, or understand why he likes it. But you just described our show. Congratulations. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. All well, right. I, I, th- I think, well, let, let me just stress this, because this is, I think, the best way to kind of sum up, you know, this band. This uh-huh. band sued the United States government for $660,000 um, for, uh, I guess, top, I mean, for the most part, the U.S. government was uh, playing their music to... Um, Prisoners in Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay uh, yeah. as uh, <laughs> to, to, to kind of this album, fuck with their heads. <laughs> yes. I would do it. That yes. Do it. So yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> that is something that happened. You want to so. you want to break me anytime? Just play. The- <laughs> 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 huh. Get something out of me? Like yeah, I'll I'll spill. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Give me <laughs> give, give me the waterboard back. back. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Matt, you and I would never have gotten out. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, there was one guy in there like there was one guy like yeah. <laughs> was that an Uncle Buck reference? Like example? Yeah. <laughs> That's the bowling ball from Uncle Buck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was secretly like, yeah, he was like, oh, I hate this. Don't put me back in the yeah. briar patch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Uncle Buck reference kind of it just throws me off. It, it's shattering my my illusions a little bit. I mean, they could have picked a cooler movie than that. Well, they've got a lot of cool <laughs> stuff in there, but I mean, I like uh, Uncle Ben. The thing going, you know, the whole thing about a lot of his music was the samples, and it. Like I said, John Hughes, right? Movie. Wasn't that John Hughes movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it was. What? what? Uncle Buck was a John Hughes movie, wasn't it? I think I it think was. So, pretty sure. Well, one of I mean, if John Candy was in it. It was probably with John Hughes. Yeah, it's a funny movie. And it's like, but I don't want a funny sample in any What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, that's silly puppy. Well, okay, so we on this on this show we grade the album. We're done talking about it, so we give it. Are we we done talking about it? Are we done with this? Well, we got to move on to two more albums, so we We got an hour in there with it. Yeah, we got an hour in there. Ish. I mean, did did you have anything more to say about it, Keith? Because you were pretty pumped about this. I mean, I think. Actually, can I ask before, before we conclude this part of the thing? Keith, what did you get it? What did you like about it when we first played it? Yeah. You know, you and I actually met 
I think I was wearing a bad religion shirt or something. And so we were like, oh man, DRI punk, let's listen to yeah. Misfits and all that kind of stuff. But I also had this other side, this yeah. Like, yeah. You know, this really crazy loud, you know. And how did you get into it? How did you I, get into it? I mean, that's the whole thing. I, I mean, I know for a fact, you know, after you, you know, in Randolph Hall played me, and I think it was even this album. Uh, and it's the first time I ever heard this band. And, you know, the other stuff that, you know, I've got, uh, I don't even know what other albums I have by them, but this is my go-to. Like, whenever I feel like throwing in industrial, it is always this album. And I, I, uh, I mean, I, I can't really describe what it is that I absolutely love about this goddamn thing. I mean, the, the you know, I love the fact that, you know, like, face it, there's a, a goddamn ballad E song in an industrial album. You know, who else does that? I, I love how much is nice just nice. piled on top of it. I mean, there's just so many different layers of Have you heard hurt? chaos going on that I love. Just, just the, the uh, I, I guess, incongruities really like, like the, the fact that the vocals don't seem to always follow what the music is doing and that's, you know, music and the fact that maybe you can't call it music and what they're, you know, pulling out. I, I don't know. That I just always, you know. That album used to clear a room, dude. I mean, that, yeah, that was the best day. way to fucking, it was the best way to kick people out. We played it at so many parties. There were some people like Matt Bell and stuff that would never fucking leave. And I would just, we would just put on last right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a speaker behind their back. We would move it around their head. <laughs> they would move it in their Is head. Is that a good description? Like, and, like and, fart? We, and they would leave, but Keith would, always be, Keith would always be cool about it. You know, Keith would always, you know, he wouldn't like a mop. It wouldn't queen. offend you, Keith, and we we appreciated that. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I've always loved this album. I mean, once we get into the grading here, I, I, I think you know it's not going to be a big surprise what I'm going to give this one. But I'm pretty sure I already know what you fuckers, you lame pieces of shit, are going to. Uh, ah. Fucker is an appropriate word. Starts with the right letter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. Yeah, it's it's enough for me. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh. No, there's no yeah. merit wow. to it. You're surprised, Tim, you're surprised it's enough that I give this enough? I mean, really? Kinda, yeah. It's because thought... Tim's the nicest one on the podcast. Well, I thought it would maybe be like a D ish. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's a D ish but lower. No. It's close. That's wow. cool. A plus motherfuckers. Wow. Eat my dick. A plus. Uh, I agree with you. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna yeah, you, you, C. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. You, yeah, after that, what, what do you guys give it? Oh, an A plus. Like I don't think yeah. it, I don't think it could get any better. I mean, I can't give it any lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna change mine to F minus. <laughs> Man, if that's Never a thing, it's, fair to, it's not fair to the other albums that I get an F. Bro. <laughs> but oh, I will have a caveat. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll try to dig it into it a little bit deeper, but that's right. as I, as it stands now. Because if you guys like it that much, there must be. I mean, there's got to be something, right? That's where I'm. That's where I am. I'm like, what? but for I'm going with what I felt when I listened to it now, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe if I uh, maybe if I did acid. At some point in my life, I mean, that would help. <laughs> yeah, well, that would probably. I don't know. That would be a horrible experience. I wouldn't encourage that. Well, time, okay. tra- time travel. You know, you know, become a twenty-year-old again and do that. I, <laughs> I mean, I think having a different set kind of perception is is maybe not unuseful because suddenly the layers they come out in different ways. You hear them 
you hear things that maybe weren't in the foreground before now they are i just it's kind of that album you have to come at it maybe at an oblique angle or something rather yeah. than expecting something sure. musical and song something you can dig something you can yeah. think is like but it is really ugly and dark too yeah. like you're not going to listen to it on a sunny day when we agree with you on that yeah. it's dark i mean it's gloomy oh yeah after yeah. surgery or something but there's got that but i appreciate what you were saying when it, where it was like you couldn't listen to it again for a while matt yeah, like yeah. It was so there's got to be a little bit of a hook right that gets you and i just didn't right. have that when i when yeah, I heard yeah. It. You know, yep. and a, I, I, I would venture to say a lot of it has to do with like being 45 now as opposed yeah. to being, you know, in my right, right. 20s or something. Right. Like yeah. you're yeah. a little bit, maybe a little bit more set in your ways as you get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little more resistant yeah. to new things. So yeah. I think there's, if you want to have a that, hook, stare yeah. at the, the gargoyle breast for a while. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not the gargoyle's breast. It's there's they're just both there, which is like cool. <laughs> That's a hook, man. We got it. Draws him. He's in. in. Yeah. He's in. <laughs> <laughs> we got There's him. There's the John hook. One of those characters on the cover is you looking he back at his boobs <laughs> and gargoyles. No, remember Tim, we Tim talked about. I, I, we talked about Voivod, and I said it's like the first time you drink coffee, and you're like, oh, terrible. Coffee is fucking terrible. It's awful. I hate it. Now I love coffee. Yeah. Uh, this might be a coffee band. No. I don't know. It's more like a tea. It could be. That, well, no, I I don't think you ever like tea, Joe. Well, bringing it back to the eating shit analogy, it's more like eating shit. <laughs> hey, speaking of eating oh. things. <laughs> is, but it's disease-free shit, though, right? Speaking of eating things that don't give you hepatitis A. Can I bring, should I bring this up? I think, well, Tim needs to grade this. He hasn't graded it yet. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm giving it, a, I guess, a C- because there might be something Whoa. there. Oh, wow. Nice. How dare you? might so, be something there, because it's, I don't want to. So magnanimous. I don't want to discount it entirely yeah, yet. Yeah, but there might be something there, but there's not something there right now. Well, it's there. there could be. I mean, okay, I could say I could say right now it's probably a D, like right now today. But maybe if I keep playing it, it turns into a C plus. I don't know. Tim, Tim's so nice. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's true. Like I would have given Dimension Hatros probably a D minus in 1988, and then by 1989, I was like, this is like an a, a B plus. Okay, but I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. And then Matt's, when Matt said ASMR, it's like, yeah, ASMR is like a weird thing where you either yeah. you get it or you don't. Right. And a lot of people don't understand that. All right. Well, at the end of the year, we're going to we're going to review our grades and I'm going to ask you again. All right. Have you gone back to it? And is it a, is it a B now or is it a D? OK, sure. Put it down. <laughs> put a D, I guess, for now. And I'll keep listening to it and see if, if it you, clicks. If there you go. If I were to bet, I will say my answer will be no. And it's still an <laughs> F minus. But for yeah. you. Yeah. And for I'm, me, probably, too. But yeah, like I said. Look, Maybe I'm glad you guys love it. Chance. It's awesome that. that oh, yeah. That, that, that of this clicks for you guys. You know, we're not going to we're not going to, you know, criticize somebody for liking music. That's so no sub- music is subjective. Yeah, if, we, one, if we all like the same well, shit, everything would be fucking boring. Right. So, yeah, exactly. really boring. Yeah. Okay. Except for electric yeah. dance music. Fuck that stuff. <laughs> well, all right, Joe, what were you going to say about eating something? Oh, <laughs> Tim asked in a separate group chat. I think it was it was you. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah, what's yeah. what? It, what's what, I forgot how to phrase it. What's worse, listening to this album or eating a? No, what meat? I said was it feels like. Uh, would you brag about eating peanut butter and mayonnaise? And ma- ma- sandwich, right? Like if you were like way into it, like this is, and I was like, this is like eating peanut butter and mayonnaise, and um, a sandwich. So, ju- so, a sandwich. so I tried yes, a peanut a butter sandwich. And mayo. Yes, 
So and Joe actually did it. I did it, and I, I, I teach a, a class. Uh, I teach a class of um, paramedics, and at the after the class was over, I, I had all the stuff, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this now because I was thinking about the flavors afterward. Well, one, I said, well, it, it would take way less time to eat a, a sandwich than it would to listen to a full <laughs> album, right? So I was like, well, already there's the advantage. But then I was thinking about the flavors, and I'm like, I don't think that they clash as bad as you think they do. So I actually tried it. It wasn't. It was not bad at all. I wouldn't what eat one. Your, I wouldn't bought, eat one every day. But I mean, like, it's, and I had warm mayo, which is kind of gross because I just bought it from the store. I think if it was cold mayo, it would really be pretty good, actually. So just just throw that what out was, there. What Mayonnaise was your ratio? And, peanut, and you know what? The guys in the class had heard of peanut butter and mayo sandwiches before, and uh, they were really? like, "Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good." So what? It's a thing. Wow, I never heard of that. Before. I mean, then again, I was in Front Royal. Where things are uh, weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really fucking weird. Yeah, man. That's yeah. like that's all you have in your pantry is like we have peanut butter and we have, well, I guess in the fridge you have mayo and you're like, well, I guess we have Wonder Bread, so we'll just. Well, I used wheat bread. I can't. I can't do white. You put on square Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't lower yourself to that. Today I just bought. I've not. I haven't tried it yet, but it's a cookie dough spread at Trader Joe's. It's like this oh, new, it sounded good for sandwiches. Yeah. It's like a spread. Yeah, I bet that's fucking great. I bet it's amazing. I bet with peanut butter, actually, it'd be really fucking great. Yeah, but what was your ratio? What was your peanut butter to mayonnaise ratio? You saw the video. I know about a video. I couldn't tell. Mayonnaise. I mean, I I used a lot of mayonnaise. I glopped a lot of peanut butter and a lot of mayo. It was gooey. Yeah, it was was a a lot of mayo. It was like overflowing on the bread. So that, that would be the key to really the test is like, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hold back. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't right. like a little teaspoon of mayo. It was like, that's you know. okay. No middle of the mall shit here, Tim. <laughs> all right, good. That's <laughs> the all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you better if you're going to do it. You better go big or go home. Exactly. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about, skinny puppy? No. Nine inch nails. We finished with that one. We're talking about broken by nine inch nails. We'll play a little bit of this. Everybody knows this song. Yeah, just maybe. <laughs> this is the first day of Build it out now, take it apart, climb up real high now, fall down the fall. No need for me to stay in the lesson left. I just threw it away. So Nine Inch Nails, obviously, Trent Reznor is the main it's guy. It's basically it, right? Yeah. There's some other uh, credits on this album. Um, Not anymore. Yeah. He considers Atticus Ross his uh, right. Well, I know. I'm talking about this specific album. It's, well, according yeah, to yeah, yeah. the liner notes, Mar- Mar- uh, Martin Atkins on drums and Chris. Yeah, I know. Martin Atkins. Right. I didn't realize Yeah, that. Martin Atkins. Yeah. And Flood, awesome. Flood was uh, the producer on this. Yeah. So. Big yeah. Name there. Um, and yeah, so- when I first saw Wish, I saw the video for Wish, and I was immediately converted to a Nine Inch Nails fan. Yes. Like, I yeah. didn't know anything before that. 
And so I went out and got Pretty Hate Machine and I started seeking out every single thing I could find and I got fixed and all that. And like, yeah. And, and I, but the video was so powerful to me and, oh, and yeah. the sound of the cars and everything was so really well crafted and punchy and just like the right kind of like yeah. texture to it. I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Even though I wasn't like a huge like guitar or metal fan at the time, this really spoke to me. Uh, I just loved it. And of course it just blossomed from there. Like I learned about the, the, the video that they made that Peter Christofferson sleazy made for them and the bootleg. And I got that bootleg at smash in uh, oh, Georgetown, yeah, Georgetown yeah. Pay like 1995 for it. And, and then I've lent it to somebody in college and never got it back. But uh, now you can just probably me digital copy. <laughs> probably on your bathroom floor, right? Yeah. <laughs> on the floor of my, by my toilet on the yeah. floor. <laughs> So well, I yeah, that, that album also opened doors for me too, because then I, I heard that the hidden track, you know, Suck, which was a pig face oh, song. Yeah. And that led me into learning more about pig face and, and all, all the people that were associated with that. But yeah, I was a huge fan after this. Well, yeah, this was like immediately Wish was much heavier than anything they'd done, right? Like that. Because no, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. we had heard yeah. stuff yeah. off Pretty totally Hate Machine. Like, yeah, we liked Pretty Hate Machine, but it wasn't like yeah. this well, was I, like. I didn't. I wasn't into Pretty Hate Machine. Like, I was like, eh, okay. Like, but it was a little bit too light, from the most part, poppy ish. It wasn't really poppy, yeah. but you know what I mean? And this was yeah, like, yeah. holy fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. man, they're, they're on it now. Like, yeah. okay, I like this. Yeah. And I, and that, I think from reading on, uh, reading about this album, it's, it was all Trent Reznor too. Like, he, you know, the record, record producer was like, or the record company was like, you need to do another. Pretty Hate Machine Part Two, right? And yeah. he's like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, and so he almost had to make this album in secret. Like he had to behind yeah. their back make make these songs. And um, God, that's I'm why he created too. nothing, right? Is that essentially why yes. he created his own sublay or his own label? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. sort of on sly or something. Yeah, but just even the 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 volume dynamics of that, what you just played, when it gets to that chorus, and, and it's just automatically louder, like. Yeah. That is not something that bands often do. It's uh-uh. they use it to perfect effect on this. Like it's just like, well, isn't that even a, a cliche about Nine Snails now? Is that it, it was could be like now, quiet, but like super loud, quiet, super loud. It was like, <laughs> yeah, like I remember people kind of making fun of them or saying that that was uh, their their pattern or whatever. But I don't think they, they they didn't do that on the the first album. No, not at all. No, not at no. all. I agree. It was totally. So maybe that was like their thing after. I don't know, but yeah, it works fucking great there. You know, I just love how pissed off he sounds on this album. Yes. Oh yeah. So yes. Like every song he's like, <laughs> oh, and to compare with Pretty Hate Machine, one of the things I also that kind of has always bothered me about that album is he's he's kind of like mopey and whining about his situation. Yeah. And this, he's just fucking mad. You yeah. know, it's not even like fucking. He's yeah, like, lyrically, it's much better. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't even. He doesn't even go into that realm. He's just like, I'm fucking angry at you, or he's yeah. like, I want to really fuck you. Some songs, but you know, like, <laughs> it's just raw. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, you know me, I hate everyone. To yeah. quote the song, Green Line. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good for a teenager. Teenager angst. Come on, like, man. Hey, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's who sucked grabbed onto it i never liked nine inch nails but did you listen to this one yeah i've listened to them all yeah i like you know pretty hate machine a bit but i was just never it was trend singing like yeah. i think you were talking about the movie 
He's not really. Good. I just couldn't stand the whiny voice in the tr- what you were referring to. It was like the sexiness and it like turned people I, off. I fucking hated actually all of Nine Inch Nails. I know there's merit to their music. I should probably go back. I tried listening to this earlier this week, but Matt, Matt, you know, was always a big fan. And, mm-hmm. I forgot how much yeah. I liked it until we started <laughs> re-listening for the podcast. I was like, oh my god. Oh, me too. I know. I know. Yeah, I, I, I don't listen to it that often anymore, but it still sounds just as powerful and fresh to me. Yeah. I just really, it's I really, really powerful. It. Actually, it listening to it now, like it is a powerful album. The anger, yeah, it's just unrelenting, the and, and, the, the, and it flows from one song into the next too. It, yeah, it's, kind of, it's conceptual, or it's just yeah. more coherent in that way. It's not just a collection of songs. I noticed man. it's ruthless. That, yeah, it that is, way. actually man. the way it flows. It's yeah. kind of like kind of like download. And I, I and I went yeah. to a yeah, and I went through a phase where I would like like different songs on the album more than the other, and I think I really love gave up a lot uh, on that album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even happiness and slavery, I mean, happiness and slavery has been one of my favorite National songs for yeah, it's so yeah, I love good. That song. Yeah, so good. And it's the video really is in- fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember the video. Well, yeah. there was like a there was like an uncensored home video or something they put out for all the songs on this album, I believe. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. They thought it was it was rumored to be a snuff film. I was gonna say it was supposed to yeah, snuff film. Like, and so it got a bad rep. The Jim Rose thing. It, it was like that Bob Flanagan. He was uh, he was it one of those you know you know self piercing self mutilating. He was part of Jim Rose side show. And, but Peter Christofferson of Coil and Throbbing Gristle, he filmed and directed like that entire thing, including the Wish video. So he had a lot of credibility. He had done like videos for. For tons of people, including like even Hanson. I didn't know he did this stuff for them. Yeah, he was a he yeah. made money for Throbbing Gristle to go on so by and Coil by doing videos for like George Michael and and like <laughs> Ram and stuff. yeah, his just his videography is like pop music, but he used yeah, it to fund. Really he used it to like finance like the most depraved like anti-establishment, oh mainstream stuff. Yeah, so he didn't care. This, yeah, well, that's yeah. interesting. So, not that. And so I learned about Cole and um, Robin Grizzle, Aphex Twin, all these people through Trent. Like Trent, uh, Nice Nails had these awesome remix albums that had, he brought in oh, yeah. people like, like Coyle and and other artists, Aphex and, J, and JG Thurwell and stuff. And so that was how I would learn, you know, about all these other types of music. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was like, oh, well, he, these are his influences and he gives them, you know, real obviously respects them enough. Yeah, to, brings them in. Brings them in, man. I thought that was a great thing to do. Uh, to expose them to a wider audience, so yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his God, like his influences, mm-hmm. pretty much his influences, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you know, cover some of the covers he did too, obviously, of like Joy Division and stuff. You know, oh, I, I, yeah. I was yeah, so yeah, nice. Dead Souls, yeah, I, it oh, was yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great a lot of other music, so I have yeah. to, I respect that. Yeah. I, I love the length of this. I know it's an EP, but mm, yeah, like. It, Everything gets to the point. It doesn't. It doesn't overstate its welcome. Yeah, like it, it does its job. It gets like, like every every minute of it is good. It, and you just fucking start it over again if you want to. Or you go to something yeah. else. Well, you know I what I mean? Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. like I like albums. There's no like unnecessary ten minute fucking bullshit thing going on. You know what I mean? No. Which yeah. there's no download. Ministry might do. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. You said it, Keith. Huh? <laughs> like what? what did, I was what, thinking I it, it, but I wasn't gonna say it. What Keith said? I was trying to. Be, he said, "Like the song download from." Uh, like there is no well, download. I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even going back to that because I was looking forward to the, <laughs> the next album. Like, <laughs> there's some. Well, and I'll say like Nine Inch Nails since after like I think with Teeth was the last real good album. After that, they just got kind of 
very repetitive yeah. and just and the last like i was exciting that i was excited because i think it was 2020 they said we're going to release three eps i was like cool and it was all mm-hmm. instrumental and it was all boring as shit and i'm like well this is yeah. not fun oh ghost the the one that was like sampled by uh was it little nas x for um, yeah that's right oh, oh yeah. Really. yeah what amazing yeah, a, I'm not even, is that new from ghost which yeah. was an inch like showpiece a couple of years but yeah 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 i'm yeah. not familiar with anything past 2000 probably with them yeah with I teeth like, was good i, I, yeah, was listening I, well, I think I've, i i think i heard that in your when you're probably when we went to see uh gojira maybe yeah yeah yeah. Gave that. yeah that was that was really good actually yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good album it's a great album yeah. great album and i love this, i mean i think downward spiral is still my favorite nice channels album i mean this yeah. is really good too but yeah, that one spiral. Just this feels like a part of that album, though. It, it does. does. It's like the the first, it was the first step toward it. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah. You know, they, they're a, very intertwined. Like, yeah, you could almost make them like you could make a, a mix of those two, like the best yeah. of them. It was almost like a demo in a way. I mean, it yeah, was like, like a, bit, yeah. really, you know, it was made for a label for getting his music out there. But then, man, he became a real artist with a vision or something. With broken, it was totally different. And I agree. Yeah. Downward spiral is my favorite as well. Yeah. And further down the spiral, I love that remix. Ah, yeah, I have that oh, too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, uh, and the coil remix, um, especially at the, the down, downward spiral at the bottom, or I think it's called. Um, but yeah, and they they used one of those versions on. They used a coil version in seven. You mentioned, yeah, that's how, right. Uh, yeah, so they definitely had some some murky stuff on that. Going back to Skinny Puppy too. I mean, this album has so many layers on it in a similar way to last rights, but I guess it doesn't really, it doesn't really go into total cacophony mm-hmm. for, for you like last rights does. I mean, but there's a lot going on in this album, a lot of electronic elements and layers. So much so. more structure though. Like, yeah, yes. like basic, like rock metal structure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And the, the guitar, yeah. like the guitar is so huge on this compared to the skinny yeah. puppy. <clears throat> I Which see. For, yeah, no, I, for, I, for metal guys, yeah. we like we fucking love that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, of course, <laughs> we, well, we like Keith, riffs. Keith, yes. Keith, you're Keith, you're quiet. Do you yeah, have, Keith you have is thoughts? reticent on this. Well, well, I mean, it's kind of funny with this album. Um, I got this one uh, from BMG. It was, uh, <laughs> 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 it was one of those, um, and I got it our sophomore year of college. And you know, I so I had the opportunity to either get downward spiral or this and as i think i've admitted to many many times you know when if something's popular it isn't cool so i of course at the time was just like oh man screw that downward spiral garbage i eventually got that too i think from columbia house as well one way or another <laughs> I, originally i, I remember didn't pay for any of this shit is what you're saying <laughs> one way or another i i remember like thinking in my head like Screw that downward spiral, man. Broken so much better. And now that, you know, I sat here listening to it in preparation for this, it is a good album, absolutely. But, you know, let's face it, it's an EP, so it's not really yeah. too long. And I, you know. Yeah, can we, can we even officially grade it since it's not an album? Is that yes. fair? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going okay. to. All right. Yeah. But it, one way or another, it's just, I feel like I need more content. You know, like this, this, this album, I guess you could say this album leaves me wanting more. That's good. And it, it's, it's good, but it's also just like, you know, I feel like I wanted more right now. I don't it's want like to your like, take it's out, like your I don't want to college. Yeah. It's like, no, we're not going to have sex today. That was fun. 
Get away. Get away from that album. Yeah, right. He says it. Wait, wait. It, man. Stop talking about Shannon. Yeah, that's right. Fuck the Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> on the stairs. On the stairs of Jefferson. Oh, my God. Keith. Wow. The Mary Wash yes. references are yeah. getting lost on the Fords. But Martin Atkins was on this album. Though. Can't believe that. Um, I didn't know that until I just read this. I, just I like a lot of Martin yeah. the albums, uh, a lot of projects Martin does. So I mean, uh, you what, should listen face. to it that pink in mind. Face. Maybe listen to it drumming more closely. <laughs> yeah, Ignore it just doesn't seem like a real drum set, though, isn't it? I mean, he's like a proper drummer. Isn't yeah, this electronic? he is. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't know. It seems like an electronic drum. It sounds like electronic, but all seems kind of sample to me. But he, but, he was uh, pink the was whole album. The, or the whole EP? I thought so when I heard it. But maybe he just plays drums where there is acoustic drums. I, I didn't know. I mean, all I hear is the guitar so much yeah. in that album. It's just like, yeah. there's no very guitar forward. Yeah. everything out. But it's so good sounding. Yeah, he, he yeah. was great in Big Face and Lord and Ministry. Actually, he was in uh, Land of Rape and Honey. He, yeah, he, he, was did, he did that live. He was in Public Image Limited mm-hmm. too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. He's been with that. He's been everywhere. Yeah, he's Trent knows how to get talent. I mean, around him yeah, too. You know? exactly, I think he's exactly. got this, he's got this talent. He's got this. People want to work this with him. Charisma, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, working with him, and I guess yeah, he's a hard now. worker. Yeah. How tall this is he? Anybody know? Trent Reznor. Trent. He looks he's short. Gotta, he's got to be short. Like five six. He's short. Right. Yeah. He's he short. Can't be Al Jurgensen because no. that's Al Jurgensen. <laughs> Is it a rule that if you if you play industrial perfect. music you have to be five five foot? Tall. Is there some sort of compensation thing here? <laughs> it could be small man, big man. Yeah, really. Hmm. Minor threat. Do we? Um, how do you want to go through the tracks on this? Whoa, the tracks. <laughs> I mean, pinion. It's a fucking awesome name for a song, but unfortunately, but it's not the, the it's exactly. the intro. It's like why 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 is that even in there? You know, I mean, it's like, well, I I think well, why, it's a good why, why isn't it part of Wish? You know, it kind of is. I, I love it as no. an intro. It's so it is cool. it is it is a cool little intro. I just why think was the, there a video for it? Is a real the, question. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's the shortest the video ever. Yeah, <laughs> minute yeah. long. What's it? Pinion's like the small part of Gears, right? Is not that? Yeah. That's yeah, cool like name. or a rack and pinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of a cool name. I, I don't know why there was an actual uh, an actual song. But... It does build some tension. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about Wish since we opened with that, but we didn't really talk about it too much. Um, I always thought he was saying, "This world for you. It's this world full of you." I don't. Yep. Know why. Yeah. I, <laughs> I should have realized that, but I don't know why I didn't. Well, because he kind of mashes it together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I felt those words, and you couldn't just get lyrics unless they were in the album back then. So. Yeah. There was still no real internet back then. No, mm-hmm. no. It was great. I mean, the visual style of that video is like everything I wanted to be at the time. It was like I, I will take that. I don't People remember the video very well. I wish I, I should have watched that show. So yeah. good. It's and that guy, I knew not 
I know it was on Headbangers Ball every week, top of the hour, <laughs> right. first thing. Uh, right. That's the thing. Oh, is that why? Probably they that's and one hundred twenty minutes probably too, right? Why I actually couldn't stand this because go. of fucking yeah, just yeah. on TV constantly. Yeah, yeah. huge, yeah. huge in TV song. Mm-hmm. Did you just, uh, Joe? Did you just say that you know not all the album had lyrics in it, so you didn't really know what they were saying? Re-referencing that. Oh yeah, a lot of times, unless they printed them out for you, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I mean, for the first five years of being a Misfits fan, I thought, <laughs> oh my maybe, god, the Mis- Remember that box set came out, and you were like, oh, the fucking lyrics finally, lyrics, yeah. lyrics, yeah, <laughs> yeah right, <laughs> yeah, Demonomania, yeah, all this stuff, yeah, right, yeah. But, yeah, that's cool, man. It's a different age kids live in. We had to be resourceful, man. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. actually, you we know, we're the song? greatest generation because we didn't have. Lyrics. You know that song, destroyed, ba- destroyed Babylon by Bad Brains. I convinced Matt freshman year that he was saying destroy Bob Vila. And there was no there was no way to there was no way to prove it wrong. Hey, and there's no reason to believe that they didn't want to destroy Bob Vila. Because a douche. Right. I yeah. had every intention to. Pompous <laughs> douche. He was the Ina Garden of home improvement. <laughs> you really pronounced that L too. Bob Vila. Vila. And he never did it. Norm did all the fucking work. <laughs> he did. He fucking did. Bob Vila just fucking talked about it. It was just an arrogant prick. He had the charisma, you know. He was the money maker. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't nice know. Norm, Norm got his own show later on. Tight little jeans. Well, here I'll play a little bit more of this. <laughs> Get back into it. Progress. I love that riff. That whole part is awesome. Just fucking angry, man. It gets better every time I hear it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> God. Honestly, I mean... I 30 years later, it's still getting better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's just Who would have thought angry testosterone? Like- fucking, like, God damn it. Is, though. That's the thing. Like, I just you. want to throw myself around my bedroom. I'm not even too mad, and I want to. Yeah. I'm sad that I'm not mad right now. Do that riff. <laughs> I don't have that kind of anger or hormones. I need my pain. <laughs> the hormones are missing. Getting more uncomfortable sitting next to you. Getting some- <laughs> like you don't think of that. when you think of Trent Reznor, you don't think of riffs, which is <clears throat> kind of weird. No. And yet well, this whole thing. Yeah, I know you should. This whole EP is full of really good That's riffs. True. Well, because yeah, he's not. Right. He's not. You got a riff right. guitar player, right? He does play guitar. Um, I, I get that. He's down at a piano like, or a keyboard or something, right? He, he's down on stage with a guitar, like that's not yeah. his deal, right? No, it's not obviously time, he's but... writing these riffs. Yeah, I mean, he's did he guy. play keyboard live with you when you saw him? Did he? Yes, he, he played. What was it? What, what did he do? I mean, he plays on Reptile for sure. Yeah. samples like. He destroyed. So keyboards. he's playing with a lot of devices, essentially. Oh, no, mostly keyboards. <laughs> oh, yeah. He destroyed lots of keyboards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was so awesome. He picked that keyboard like, and just like kick it or, yeah. or something like. And he played guitar, and you know. But was, then he on Downward Spiral, he brought in guests like Adrian Ballou, and uh, at least at least Adrian Blue on one track. But mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't really like a great guitarist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a thing for all musicians in the world. If you think it's cool to break your shit on stage, how about instead you give it to somebody who can't afford an instrument? <laughs> Can we start this trend? That would be way cooler. 
Uh, and you could you could even do it on social media, and people would love it. Just like fake break it, and like no, I'm gonna give it to <laughs> this, this person. A whole keyboard on stage. There you go. Yeah. Get the prop keyboard out. That's like, like actually yeah. Broken. Yeah. Like do some good with your sponsorship. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Put on a good show. I blame the who. Yeah. I, I saw uh, Nine Inch Nails on the Downward Spiral tour, and also. Yeah, Bowie um, on that outside tour, I think it was. But uh, Keith, did you go with that or no? No, that was Mark and oh, Ron. Mark, Mark, and Ron Mark, passed Mark. out, and we had to leave early. Ah. So. The shirt, the shirt I'm wearing is from their <laughs> supposed last tour in like 2005. I saw oh, them with, with Jane's Addiction, and um, oh, got, so we saw them with them. That's when we saw them last. Mm. We were at that. Was that Meriwether? Yep. Yep. Yeah, 2005. Remember that? Something like that around that time. You wanted to change oh, addiction. Oh, because of Jane's addiction. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted to that. see. And I remember I walked out. I went to the parking lot and just got stoned for nine, for nine inch nails. <laughs> That's right. Well, I was pissed because I got there late. I thought Nine Inch Nails was closing, so I got there late, and they were like already four songs in. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I about that. Yeah, I forgot well, about it. Opening too. for for Jane's addiction. Anyway, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think That's they right. swapped. I, I think they were co-headlining. I think I they swapped nights. Oh. I saw Marilyn Manson open for Nine Inch Nails on the Downward Spiral tour. He oh, took man. taking a Polaroid down his pants and throwing it out into the audience. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing like, rubber, rubber diapers. It was really <laughs> annoying, but um, I saw Marilyn Manson. So. so you've seen Marilyn Manson I've live? I've seen Marilyn Manson live. Do you have a poster of theirs or no, anything? No. 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 You guys yeah. review any Marilyn Manson? Do you have the... Uh, the sex we, doll. We haven't Not, yet because we, we will. Think, yeah, we will. Well, nine, yeah, ninety-five. You will get to that, ninety-six was Antichrist superstar. Yeah, that's I don't feel problem. comfortable promoting that dude at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> Neither do we. There's that. There's that. There is that. Give him some big ups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on to last, which is another awesome song. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, ironically, the first... not the last song on the album though. That kind of reminds me of Beautiful Lie. Right? Terrible Lie? Terrible Lie, too. Terrible Lie, yeah. Okay, okay. Huh. This is better, though. Yeah, yeah. That's not a screaming there. <laughs> You gotta get a 215 in this song. Okay. I'll do it now. Yep. You can do it live. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. The tension in that riff. I mean, the whole thing is ready to fall apart. So, yeah. Oh, the way the song ends too is the last minute of the song is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know.
It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Like the so, gremlin yeah. voice there at the end. Yeah. yeah. The next song is an instrumental. Now, this one, Tim, we were talking about this. We were texting about this. Yeah. It has a apparently there's a sample from Empire Strikes Back in this song, which I was like, what? <laughs> it's got to be those. Did bombs. you find this? No, I couldn't find it. Where do you know where it is in the song, Tim? Yeah, go to go to the very like the last twenty seconds or so. Oh, is that it? That little like those little. little the, yeah, it's, you'll hear it at, at, after the riff, after the guitar ends. You'll hear a. <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. It just sounds like someone going like this to a I know. If it's, if that, that to me is the only thing I think really? of, it sounds like those muffled bomb sounds when they're in the asteroid field in the yeah when they're in the, the worms oh yeah 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 that that's what the it space slug like. yeah that's the only right. thing i think of because it, it always sounds sounded like thunder to me yeah exactly so, it's yeah. like yeah. distant thunder yeah. yeah but it could be cool. tie bombers dropping proton interesting bombs. yeah <laughs> i mean i've never really heard it before it's but it sounded buck. like uncle buck dropping a bowling ball <laughs> It could be that. But like, it was Bob Uncle Bob Buck Bob. dropping a bowling ball on the space log in Empire Strikes Back. That's yeah, right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next I'm song I'm uncomfortable is... with how nerdy that just got. So. Don't be. No, don't be. Embrace don't it. Be. You should embrace that. Okay, you realize okay Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Aren't you? Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some good Star Wars stuff happening right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. should be happy. Wait, um, there is? Speaking of happy, Happiness and Slavery is the next song. Oh. Love this song. Aw. <laughs> Aw. So happy. So sweet. <laughs> it's a love song. <laughs> Sorry. That was loud. <laughs> Should be. Oh, this, this line... Cool bass. Yeah. There's so that good. part in the middle where it kind of breaks down. I love that too. I think this. I like good. that. Yeah. Trying to get to the vocal because there's, there's a really cool vocal. That comes yeah. in. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that. 
Oh, good. Yeah. This song is great live, too. It seemed like it was better than than he had any, you know, right to be making music at that point after. Yeah. (laughs) I thought the same when this came out. I was like, what the hell is going on? How is this possible? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The Oliver Elman made Flood being producer, too. That guy knew to make really good sounding albums. What else has Flood done? Just so much. Like, he did, like, U2 and, and just... Um, maybe Depeche Mode or just t- tons of. Yeah. He worked with. Um, he's got. Yeah. He's got a lot of albums. I'm looking at right now. Everything. Yeah. You two. Um, <laughs> Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. He had a sound though that was really like, um, you know, oh. that he was known for that they sought him out for. So Nick Cave. He's, he's done a couple of Nick Cave albums. That's cool. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus and Mary Chain. Apparently a ministry album. No, oh, he did with sympathy by ministry. There you go. Oh, the the before oh, they were yeah. heavy ministry. Yeah, yeah, the dancing <laughs> ministry. Yeah, yeah, with sympathy. Didn't he do Twitch or? Uh, he might have. Let me see. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that's right. Jeez, he did pretty this guy's got a lot of. But yeah, yeah. look at his crazy Nitzarib. Yep, Erasure. Uh, a lot of bands that my wife likes actually. <laughs> Erasure, Depeche Mode. Yeah, I mean Joshua Tree, that was an erasure, and just so many like classic. Yeah, um, smashing. Yeah, yeah. I think he does have. I mean, if nothing else, I'm sure he brought um, just experience and and some stuff that Trent Reznor hadn't seen before, as far as you know, songwriting. Yeah, professionalism in the studio. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, I'm sure he had a lot to do with that, actually. Uh, gave up is the next song, which is also good. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I I had two fifty three on this one. It's like the highlight for me. Same drum beat as it's in uh, Wish. Wish, yeah. It's just—it's more of that pissed off Trent Reznor. Yeah, this whole album is just him pissed off. Yeah. I wonder if Mm -hmm. any of that has to do with just like how much you know pressure and slack and stuff he was getting from the—or not slack, but just shit he was getting from the record company. You know, fuck you guys. I want to make my own shit. Not yeah. Not. Pretty Hate Machine Part 2, you know? Do you guys know anything about what Trent thinks about this album looking back now? Hmm. No, I don't, actually. I don't, be, I don't know what he thinks about Because making it sounded like this again. No, not no. really. Like, Even Downward Spiral doesn't have anything like this. It's I, I, I agree that it's kind of like a segue or a transition to Downward Spiral, but it definitely doesn't sound like Downward Spiral. Yeah. No. Well, and then the Fragile sounds way different than... Like I like yeah. the fragile, but it sounds way yeah. different than uh, yep. Downward Spiral. Oh yeah, there's more. I don't know. A lot of ambient sounds. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. A little more mellow and yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I think this was his pissed off face. <laughs> like ninety two to ninety four was like pissed off Trent Reznor. But he was also getting over um, major drug addiction during like the fragile, I think, too, and 
which mm-hmm. after downward spiral. So apparently that was affecting how his music, how he was making his music and mm-hmm. okay. as well. Yeah. Uh, the next song is a cover song, Physical. It's an Adam and the Ants song. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I didn't know he did that until the, the podcast. I didn't know this was a cover. I did really? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You can kind of, I mean, it sounds, it doesn't really sound like a nice. It doesn't, sound it so doesn't, exactly. Like, as soon as I read that, but I'm it like, kind of does. Oh, too. okay. Yeah. Have I mean, you heard the original? No, but it sounds like something he it would doesn't write. sound that much different, actually. <laughs> I was surprised at how similar it sounds. I'll play a little Yo, bit of it. I mean, not that part, but. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, this is. doesn't sound too different, actually. Nah. A little slower. Yeah, it's a little slower. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. original. So, not nearly as good, of course. No, and and this song does it doesn't sound like anything else on this EP either. I mean, it's no. just a cover song, but it, it definitely kind of sticks out. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, it did stick out. It sticks out. Yeah, and it's like ninety nine. It was track ninety eight on the CD. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's the last two. This was the yeah, first hidden track, like forty five or whatever. There's a pan has to get to. Yeah, <laughs> and then came after that yeah but i like the version of stuck on this so much better than the pig face version actually but that's yeah. because i heard it first but i think ogre or no trent did the vocals on the pig face version i think i think you're right yeah yes i forgot about that. apparently they hazed him a lot yeah, I, I read yeah. in the i read in the autobiography that like al and all the others would really pick on him because mm-hmm. he was new and younger I did not know that. Yep. And very talented, yeah. probably. Huh? <laughs> and very talented. They're probably like, fuck this guy. Young guy is a talented yeah. jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We don't want somebody that can He can only do $7,000 of drugs a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got some grown up to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the last song is Suck, which was, yeah, this was the album that if I fell asleep to it, I would wake up because, you know, <laughs> oh, shit. It Demon went through has all... no soul. <laughs> <laughs> but Suck, yeah, Suck is fantastic. How does yeah. it feel? Yeah. yeah. That's oh, so God. awesome. So good. Love that. Felt like the album was assaulting you. Yeah, <laughs> it yes. really is. That's how it felt. It was like, wow, okay, I have to listen to his unbridled anger for forty minutes or whatever. And yeah, 
I don't know how he draws that that riff out. To, it's just one note. Right. It's probably layered like crazy. Yeah. Probably. Right. Right. Yes, it does sound like that. Yeah. yeah. It sounded like a real. Uh, could have been a real drum set in there too, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think so. I mean, compared to the other tracks. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You could really hear it. Yeah. They played yeah. that song live too, didn't they? I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think they still do it. I think so too. And it's possibly even better live. Yeah. I remember everybody singing along to it. Oh, of course. Too. <laughs> yeah. It's like Reptile Live. Reptile Live is oh. so much better because he just. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, oh. You can't even. The riff on the album is like you can barely it's hear it. Live is yeah. like. Jern, jern, jern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the good. album version is actually kind of weird with the way it's yeah. mixed. And he's like, yeah. put right. the guitars yeah. so far down in the mix, you barely hear them. And then live, they're like, okay, let's just turn the guitars up all the way. Yeah. And you're like, dude, right. what? What? Why didn't you just? What are you doing? <laughs> it's true. It made that song much better. Yeah. Yeah. The live better. version. Now I sort of hear it differently when I listen to the album version because I've heard the live version. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I even noticed the guitars no. on the album. Yeah. I was like, there's guitar. And then I was, oh, they're in there. They're way down there. Like with headphones mm-hmm. on, you're like, okay, there's guitars, but. Well, that's like the song Heresy when they did the. I think it's on Further Down the Spiral, where that the, like I couldn't hear the, oh. the, the the chorus or the pre-chorus, whatever it is. There's vocals going on that I did not know what he was saying. Oh yeah, and then you hear like, why didn't you put that on? <laughs> the the lyrics some... are awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, we're getting into different albums now, so we should yeah. we should stop. <laughs> we'll, we'll hit those later, a couple yeah. years from now. A couple of years, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's let's grade this thing so we can move on to ministry. All right. A for me. A. 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 I, I'm A. just going to do B. Okay. A for, uh, A for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I heard it this week for the first time in ages. And, you know, I give it a C ish. It's not F. I mean, I, I don't, I've never liked them. Actually, he used to really irritate me, but yeah. it's actually really one of the better albums, actually. I get name. Yeah. It's one of the better albums I've heard. So, you know, C. Okay, cool. fair All enough. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry for the heresy. I tend to curse. I say stupid things. Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic or not. Cut it up. Cut it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some cunts recording this. 